Welcome to Creating a Buzz About Health podcast with Paula Carnell. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Creating a Buzz About Health with me, Paula Carnell. Today I'm talking about teeth. I recently shared um, a post on social media saying that I had lost a tooth and it just fell out. Now, I really wondered whether or not to share this kind of information. However, I did share it and I had some really interesting feedback and a number of people messaged me and said, can you tell us more about teeth? So with creating a buzz about health, it makes sense to talk about teeth at some point. And teeth are the the things that we all take for granted until something goes wrong. And when something does go wrong, it's painful, it can be very expensive. And so prevention is much better than cure. And we really need to hold on to our teeth. And I had the first real shock with my teeth back in 2001. I was, um, how old was I? Early 30s. And I had never really had a problem with teeth. I'd had wisdom teeth removed, which I thought was normal. Um, I'd had four very simple fillings put in without drilling anything. So it was questioned repeatedly by future dentists. But it was just before I left home and went off to college. And I remember the dentist saying, oh, we better protect those teeth before you go off um, to college, leaving home. And um, about seven or eight years ago, I actually had those fillings removed and replaced with non-mercury fillings. And again, there was no drilling. It was just a tiny little bit. So that was fine. Now, my story relates to in 2001, I went to a for a routine checkup with my dentist and he looked at my teeth, looked at my gums and he went, hmm. And bear in mind, I'd had two children by then. So my youngest was only a year old, um, nearly a year and a half. And the dentist said, hmm. I think we're going to have to arrange an operation because your gums are receding and what we need to do is cut them all back and then that will help, which did not make any sense to me. First of all, I do not like the thought of any kind of operation. I know that anaesthetic really upsets me. Um, I really struggle to recover after having any kind of anaesthetic. So I instantly said, there's got to be an alternative. And thankfully, my dentist had just come back from um, a dentistry course in homeopathy. And he was quite intrigued to experiment. So what he did was he wrote a prescription for me or referred me to Bristol Homeopathic Hospital. And so from 2001 until the hospital was disbanded in probably 20... 15, 2014, 2015, I had treatment from a homeopath at the hospital. And she was treating me for my teeth, for my gums. But it was interesting because under a homeopath, you know, they're treating the whole person, they're they're looking at every aspect of your life. And what did happen was a few weeks after I had this shock, it really was a physical shock to be told that my gums were in such a poor state. Um, my first husband left. And so I was then a single mum with a one and a half year old and a three year old and a business. I had a gallery and I had staff, you know, I had artists. And I was just starting to sort of paint again, because 
you know, the babies were were getting a bit more manageable. And um, so I had two big shocks in a very short period of time, which I do believe has a real impact on your health, because how you interpret shock, whether you can deal with it, whether you suppress it, where it's held in your body has a real impact. Now, later on, so in 2015, I got diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and connective tissue is is the main problem with Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. So looking back, we can see why I had a gum problem. At the time, it was like, oh, lots of women lose their teeth after they've had babies because of the, the trauma on your body. And, you know, we stopped looking after ourselves. And so it was quite natural for teeth to fall out. Now, I I refused to have that operation. So I was under a um, this homeopath and I got myself a water jet um, so that I could jet wash my teeth. And I just started really impeccably cleaning my teeth. I had stopped using um, fluoride toothpaste prior to that because I wanted to have more natural toothpaste in my mouth. So the dentist was like, mm, you know, maybe it's fluoride. Anyway, we started this program of really regularly measuring my teeth and I would go to the hygienist and we would just make sure my teeth were impeccable. So I kept on through that. Then just before I fell really ill with Ehlers-Danlos in 2009, um, and I cannot even remember why, but one tooth, we lost the battle. It was a perfectly healthy tooth, but the gum could no longer hold it. And so I had it removed that was one of the most painful things I have ever had done. I'd had four wisdom tooths removed before, but under local anaesthetic, and that was painful when your face swells up and you've got a couple of days of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. but having that tooth removed, and I'm not sure if it was because I was starting to decline and get really, really poorly with Ellis Danlos, but I remember being in bed for a couple of days after having this tooth removed and being in so much pain so much misery and so much discomfort and and distress and I was thinking gosh I'm never ever going to have a tooth pulled out again this was awful absolutely awful and I have a gap now the problem is when you have a gap the teeth around it get affected and had I known then what I know now I would have behaved differently I think so between 2001 and today I have quite a regular system of dental hygiene and it runs quite smoothly and during my time of having Ellis Danlos I found some other things so a friend called Bella Williams she told me about oil pulling so I started oil pulling in about 2012 maybe a bit earlier and I oil pull every day with coconut oil and the hygienist really noticed a difference with my teeth and she noticed that the gums were sort of growing back they were holding onto my teeth and we managed to sort of keep um, control of my situation. So I was literally holding on to my teeth. So with jet washing every morning um, with this little tooth jet, brushing my teeth, um, trying not to brush too hard, um, flossing and just being really conscious about what I ate. And I had given up sugar. So there wasn't that kind of um, stress on my teeth. I really would try not to eat in between meals. I brush my teeth twice a day, you know, so you know, I thought I was doing everything I could. So I lost that tooth in 2008. And then I got very, very sick. And I had a couple of years where I just couldn't go to the dentist. But then I did start going back. And then I started oil pulling, and we managed to keep on top of it all. 
and my lower gum line had a deep clean and that's um, quite a painful job where they have to sort of go down and scrape underneath the gums to really make sure that it's all healthy and you haven't got anything rotting underneath the gums so I had that done but we didn't have time and my dentist then retired to do the upper layer so when I started to recover and I knew I had Ehlers-Danlos I then bit the bullet and had the big work of cleaning under the gums on my my top um, jawline and that was quite painful it was quite expensive and um, and I thought, great, you know, I'm ahead of it all now. Well, then I got an infection um, in my gum on my my top tooth, and that was quite painful. In fact, maybe I'd had the infection, and that's when I went in and then had the gums cleaned. Anyway, I had an infection, and so it did affect my gum on the top. Then I had my fillings removed, um, and then I had this deep clean. So I was thinking, yep, yeah, I'll be good to go now for a while. Then last August... I got an infection in the tooth that was next to the gap and it was quite painful but I used my jet wash and it cleaned it up straight away and I also have propolis so I would use a propolis spray and that cleaned it up and I was like great brilliant then we went off to Turkey and I didn't take my jet wash with me and we got to Turkey we were on this remote island where barely anybody if anybody spoke English and a tooth on the other side got an infection and I didn't have my jet wash I was trying everything to clean it I'd also been I'd also bought a whole load of little herbal mixtures that you can have as a mouthwash afterwards so I had this whole routine and I'd taken that with me so I was rinsing out my mouth regularly I could barely chew because the tooth that had had the infection was still a bit tender Um, and I don't know if you've ever had a wobbly tooth as an adult but if you bite on it wrong and it bends and it's it's really, really uncomfortable. So I had two weeks in Turkey where I literally ate yogurt and honey because that was all I could eat. My teeth were so sore and I was in a lot of pain. So I booked to see the dentist as soon as I came back. And by which time I'd sort of managed it, the infection had gone down. Um, you know, I'd been using propolis like 20 times a day, spraying it straight in there. And the tip my dentist gave me, and this is amazing. So if ever you go traveling, take some bicarbonate of soda with you. Because if you do have an infection and it's sore, if you just dab a bit of bicarbonate of soda, it just takes the pain away and it alkalizes your mouth. So, you know, if you have acids, you know, it really hurts and and that can be really painful for your teeth. So just to instantly alkalize it made a difference. So the bicarbonate of soda, brilliant tip for emergency dentistry. Anyway, I came back, got an appointment with the dentist, by which time they were okay, but they're both just a bit wobbly. And he's like, oh, I could pull them out for you if you like. And I'm like, no, I really want to hold on to my teeth. So this was probably March, February, March this year, um, where I went and saw him again. And I said, look, I'm holding on to them. I'm really trying to keep them. And I've been looking into herbs and medicine and deep healing about what was wrong with my teeth. Why were my gums suffering? So I was having all kinds of other energetic healings and going, what is it with my teeth? Why why can I not hold on to my gums? And I'm very interested in Louise Hay. If you haven't heard of her, then just look her up. And she wrote a book called You Can Heal Your Life. And in the um, 1980s, when AIDS came out, she sort of really looked into the relationship between body parts that fail or illnesses and their relationship 
to emotions. And she wrote a chart where every kind of ailment is linked to an emotional condition. So really, really interesting work. And I do find it very insightful. However, when I would look up about teeth, it would say the teeth represent decisions. So outstanding or long-standing indecisions, an inability to break down ideas for analysis and decisions. And I've always thought I was quite a strong decision maker. You know, I think, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And yes, I do. When I can make a decision, I make it really quickly. But there are things that I take a long time to consider or long time to make a decision about. And that's obviously something that's impacting my teeth. Then gum issues confirm this. They're an inability to back up decisions and you're indecisive about life. Now, anyone who knows me would think, well, you you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm one of the most decisive people about life. I know what I want to do. I know where I want to go. And maybe that's the thing I do with business. But perhaps with my personal life, I am more indecisive or I let other people make the decisions. I think when you're making decisions for work all the time, then, you know, it's quite nice not to have to make decisions when you're not working. And maybe there are things where I would choose to do something but for the peace in a family I would do something else and growing up in you know with a husband and three boys quite often um, our social life was very much geared around the three boys so you know we would watch films that were were war films or you know very much masculine films rather than going to watch um, the kind of film that perhaps I would choose to watch and you know, maybe that was the thing. If we had a family day out, we'd go to a tank museum. <laughs> you know, we do things that were for the family, which I do not regret. But I, knowing that my teeth problems are due to indecisiveness or backing up decisions, maybe there's something where my body says, right, I'm going to meditate every day or I'm, I'm going to make sure that I'm not cooking every day or something like that. But then I don't back it up. In the end, I would give in. So there's that going on in the background. Well, then um, recently I had another treatment with the most amazing doctor, um, Dr. Helen Ford. And she was a conventional GP for about 30, 40 years. And then she found people weren't getting better. So she started looking into energetic medicine and more holistic healing. And she's come up with something called aura shock. And I'll talk about that in depth at another on another episode. But she is amazing and she really heals deep trauma. So things that, you know, are held in your body that are stopping you being healthy. So she has a stand at Glastonbury Festival in the healing fields. And so whenever I go to Glastonbury, I make sure I see Helen. And this year I went to see her and I'm, you know, she's like, how are you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm really, really good. Um, but I've got this teeth problem. So um she scanned my body and was just sort of checking through everything. And then she said, it's like you're snarling. You're like gritting your teeth. And I realized then and since that treatment that I am at night, my teeth are clenched. I'm just ugh, holding something in. Now, if you look at this area, it's related to the throat chakra. And the throat chakra is all about speaking your truth. It's all about that freedom and ability to say what you want to say. 
And if there are things that you want to say, but you don't, you suppress them. And so all around this area, you're going to get problems. So quite often when people have sore throats or tickly throats or um, neck problems, it can all come down to not being able to speak your truth for whatever reason. There might be something you really want to say, but you know it's going to cause trouble. So you just don't say it and you suppress it and you hold it in your body. So I really had to start looking at that and looking at my relationships in work and um you know, socially. And I did a bit of work and I found out something that was really irritating me. And so I changed my behavior and boom, everything changed. And then last um, Saturday morning, a tooth came out and it fell out and there was no blood. There was no tears. I was literally jet washing my teeth after brushing them. And this tooth came out and it was huge. It was still healthy, but the roots just there was nothing holding it in and it had just fallen out. And that was really, um, it was a mixture of emotions. I felt relieved because it didn't hurt. I felt a bit emotional because I'm now an old lady and my teeth are falling out. So I'm a crone. Um, I, I sort of berated myself a little bit thinking, oh, I wish I had oil pulled every day a lot sooner. I wish I'd taken my jet wash on holidays with me. Um, you know, all these different things that we berate ourselves for. But at the end of the day, the tooth came out and overwhelmingly I felt liberated because whatever I was holding on to, I have let go. I have let it go. Thankfully, it's not a front tooth. I've still got battles going along there. So who knows? You know, there might be a podcast where I just can't smile. But it was it was so liberating. And I've got the other wobbly tooth that had the infection last year, and I'm now ready to let it go. And I'm just wobbling it around. Um, I'm cleaning it and we'll see. But I've let go of the outcome. I'm thinking if my gums retain their strength and I can hold on to that tooth, that's going to be amazing. But if that tooth goes, what a relief. I can chew again, um, you know, without the pain or without the um, the worry of when this tooth is going to come out. So I'm still on a learning journey. I suppose my main reason for this is to share the fact that there are alternatives. You can look at other things. And when I shared that I'd lost a tooth, part of me was thinking I've lost a battle. But I had one message that said, tell me how you held on that to that tooth for 22 years, which I did 22 years without having to have the nasty operation, which now has mixed reviews, you know, it's not guaranteed to improve. I really strongly believe that our bodies want to be well, that our bodies want to heal themselves. And so I'm still on this journey to find out what do I need to really improve the collagen in my body, which is part of a, you know, the remnants of, of Ehlers-Danlos. And maybe it's due to diet, nutrition, minerals, whatever. So I'm trying everything and I'm really researching everything I can to hold back onto my teeth and to hold onto my gums and have my healthy gums so that I can have as many teeth as possible for as long as possible with as little pain. So my top tips are water jet wash, flossing, brushing gently with a soft brush, um, oil pulling, that made a huge difference because it does coat your, your teeth with a, a kind of layer that makes it hard for bacteria to attach. So oil pulling really is amazing mouthwash but with a herbal ma um, wash no chemicals really really restrict the chemicals in your mouth because 
our mouths are a very delicate environment and every time you put something unnatural in there your body's got to really struggle to try and you know sort it out so really try and keep your your mouth clean keep it fresh keep it um free of chemicals and just treasure your teeth you know really look after them now the other thing that i learned recently or in the last few years which i wish i had known as a child is about breathing now this is mind-blowing there was a doctor is it price watson I, i can't remember his name but he did a lot of work on researching why indigenous people had healthy strong white teeth and why people in the West were having cavities and their teeth were all falling apart. And he found that it was partly due to nasal breathing rather than mouth breathing. I was asthmatic as a child. Um, I had bad sinus problems. So I breathed through my mouth for like 20 years. And through breathing through your mouth, it affects the jawline. So that's probably why my wisdom teeth didn't fit because your whole jaw, everything is affected by how you breathe. So if you have children, if you're an adult, just look at your breath, look at how breathing can be healthier. If you're breathing in through your nose, that's the way your body evolved to have all the toxins that you breathe in and they can all be filtered through your sinuses. If you're breathing through your mouth, you're getting all the rubbish goes straight into your mouth. And then that's more work for your mouth to try and break it down. So I'm still practicing breathing in through my nose while I'm talking. But it's so, so vital. So if you have children, if you have asthma, if you have hay fever, if you have nasal problems, really look into breath work, get some breath work courses, go on workshops, read the books. That is the key. And also sugar. Sugar is just an enemy. And you know, indigenous people were not eating sugar. They're not eating the the rubbish um, processed foods that are available for us here. So have a look at your whole diet, the environment of your mouth. And I'd love to know your journeys with teeth. I don't think we share it enough. Um, You know, I like to keep my teeth natural, but healthy. And I also want to look nice when I smile. I don't want to horrify people when I have a a toothy grin. So um, let me know if this has helped you. If you know somebody who'd be interested in this episode, please share. And I'd be delighted if you would just write a little review and share it on whichever platform you listen to this on. Thank you so much. Bye for now. This podcast has been produced and edited by the wonderful B. Brook, and the music was created especially for me by Raya. Thank you very much. You have to become yourself. Join us Open next time on Creating a Buzz Open About Health podcast with Paula Carnell. Buzz you later.